Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. Are you doing right by your day? Staying safe? I certainly hope so. I know I try hard to stay safe myself. Sometimes it's out of concern, sometimes out of paranoia, yeah, I guess. But honestly, I hate hearing when people aren't doing okay or when they aren't safe in their own homes. I remember as a kid, my brother and I used to watch a show called Rescue 911. It was a show about amazing stories that revolved around police, first responders, and other amazing civilians that worked at saving lives during emergency situations. My brother and I both loved watching that show, of course, along with also watching Unsolved Mysteries, which aired right afterwards. But the stories on that show which got me the most were the stories about families encountering a house fire and that scary danger that would be encountered. Not only do you risk the chance of you and your family's life being lost, you also risk the life of pets being lost and, of course, belongings, memories, and your sense of security. All of that can be lost in a matter of only minutes. What scared me even more was the thought of being on a second-story home. What dangers would you encounter if you got trapped with no escape plan? All of that would be a scary thing, and I always wondered about that. And as a kid, always wanting to have a plan. <laughs> I remember the first time my brother and I, at the age of seven and eight, held our first family meeting where we assigned responsibilities to everyone in the family on who would do what and how we would all escape in case of a fire. Some of us had responsibilities of grabbing the family hamster, family cat, grabbing whatever was important, like clothes or whatever. Obviously, some of that stuff we could probably leave behind because life is a lot more important than your personal belongings sometimes. Regardless, even if it was an awkward conversation to be telling my mom what to do, we knew it was important and we wanted everybody to be ready. It doesn't matter what age you are, you can be prepared, you can be ready, and you should. For example, in Louisville, Kentucky, a fire had broken out in an apartment complex where a six-year-old little girl named Tariah Henderson woke up to the sound of a big boom, then the beeping from their smoke detector. It was that noise that startled her enough to realize her and her dad's life was in danger. Tariah was scared and nervous. She thought she was going to die, but that didn't stop her from reaching her dad and waking him up. According to her father, Troy Henderson, his daughter saved his life. He said, if it wasn't for her waking up, I could have been gone. 
Terea herself said she didn't want anyone to die from her whole family in her life. With both of them now awake, they were able to meet firefighters at a second-story window and were escorted safely out of the apartment. A scary situation that Teriah thought she was going to die from. But with her quick thinking, she and her dad did escape. In Ronkonkoma, New York, Jenna Schlick and her husband discovered rather quickly that their own apartment complex was going up in flames below them. They quickly grabbed their 20-month-old daughter and escaped to the only place they could go, their second-floor balcony. James was the first to jump down so that he could catch his baby girl as Jenna carefully dropped her into his arms from the balcony. She then came down with the help of other neighbors who were also escaping from the fire. Many other people who were affected were escaping, helping others get out, and in the end, 27 adults, 7 children, and 3 dogs were able to survive that dreadful night. Jenna recalled that they never heard the fire alarms go off and never heard any smoke detectors beep. Speaking of smoke detectors, while we can't always rely on them being the devices that save our lives, I do want to stress how important it is for you to maintain them. In Mentor, Ohio, James Shearer said a fire ripped through his home. Shearer had ironically just changed all the batteries in his smoke alarms. He had found that each battery in his smoke detectors were dead and figured it wouldn't be a bad idea to change them. He had no idea that this simple thing would save his life just afterwards. But even in these dangerous events, it also wakes up a part of us that for some tells us we need to save the lives of others in these dangerous situations. For James, it was his dogs. James went back into the fire three times and each time was able to pull out one of his beloved canine family members. Sadly, his fifth dog was attempting to save James's life by looking for him in the fire. James was not able to get back for a fourth time to save his dog Dahmer. But if it wasn't for James taking the time to maintain his smoke detectors, the situation would have been so much worse. A message that James even went on to Facebook reminding people to check your smoke alarms. Fires can be just as tragic as they are dangerous. And we often forget that another group of heroes that deliberately put their lives on the line are the firefighters themselves. These brave men and women train just so they can run into dangerous situations while we run out. And we as a community can't thank firefighters enough for all that they do. But for many who encounter the dangers of a fire in our homes, one thing goes without saying. You can be your own hero by being prepared. Benjamin Franklin once said, An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Again, that quote goes, An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. What does that mean? It means that little extra time you put into preventing something bad from happening, or even maintaining or creating a safeguard, could be exactly what is needed to prevent or help in a possible situation where a lot more bad things could happen. It could be as simple as changing the batteries in your smoke detector 
getting vaccinated, having a first aid kit on hand. Maybe it's taking a CPR class or learning how to drive defensively or even studying martial arts. Maybe even holding a meeting with your loved ones to discuss what to do in the event of a fire, no matter what age you are. Whatever it is, being prepared could be that heroic thing you do that may save your life or others in the event of an emergency situation. It may also be as simple as always being kind to those around you, because you never know when you may need them in your life. Maybe you extend your hand to help someone else, only to find they are then there to return the favor in your time of need. So how do you put yourself in that kind of situation? It's as easy as just doing something nice for someone. And if you want to get some good practice in doing that, consider taking on my challenge of doing something nice for someone else without getting caught. In other words, without the need of recognition. Who knows? It just might save your life someday. Well, my friend, that's it for another episode of Do Something Nice. And I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or enticed you to prepare yourself for the future. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja. Or you can also follow my personal Twitter account at Jeff Bonanno. You can also find this podcast at dosomethingnice.net. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast, please give it a positive rating and also feel free to share your own stories with me by emailing me at mailbag at dosomethingnice.net. Thank you so much for listening in and remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care.